0: You know, it's Halloween. I guess everyone's entitled to one good scare, huh? What the prime time, Nothing like a strangulation to get the circulation going. They're coming to get you, Barbara. This house is great. When there's no more room in hell, the dead will walk here. you Pain. All right, welcome everybody to another exciting edition of Eddie's 31 Days of Halloween. It's day 24, and I was cleaning out my office one day and I saw this uh, DVD hanging around. And I figured, why not check it out? Uh, So I saw that uh, a couple people were in it that intrigued me. And uh, if you try to look up the film, you might have a little trouble finding it. The DVD is called Do Not Disturb. But if you go on IMDb, it's under New Terminal Hotel. So pick and choose what you want to call it. But here we go. Do Not Disturb. Black market body parts, stolen organs, a man in a tub. It's good, Don. Now, please, can I have the screenplay? Whew! It's been a rough couple of days. What's going on with Don Malik? Right writing. I see you wearing like a mask or something. It is you. The only common link I have between these two murders, is you. You've reached the fringes of existence. Channel it with your words, and give it to me. It's pretty heavy, right? I'm pretty heavy. In a couple of minutes, you are going to be completely paralyzed you'll be aware of everything happening to you but you won't be able to do a thing about it all right so you've been warned spoiler alert do not continue if you do not wish to know. Uh, so, I chose this because Tiffany Shepis was in it, and Corey Haim, actually. Corey Haim was one of my favorite, favorite actors as a kid. Loved him a lot. Saw that he was in this. It's probably the reason why I picked it up in the first place, but I don't remember, honestly, picking up this DVD. It might have been one of those ones that you find at the dollar store. And, uh... Probably looked at it. Was like, that's probably cheesy. Saw that uh, Corey Haim and Tiffany Shepes was on it. And was like, yeah, I'm going to pick this up for a buck. Uh, But Tiffany Shepes, cool story about her. I didn't actually get to meet her. Which is kind of weird. I've interacted with her on Twitter. But I remember one time I went to Rock and Shock. Which was a uh, convention out here in Massachusetts. And... I remember sitting there and I remember her sitting at her table and it was kind of it was funny I was like nervous to go over and I remember uh, she caught me looking because I was like staring and she kind of gave me like that hey and then uh, like a little wave and was like you know come over and I was just like oh no she saw me and like (laughs) Kind of ran away. It's kind of funny, but by the time I actually went to try and go meet her, she was not at her table, and she was going to be the last person I met because my friends all wanted to leave. So unfortunately, I didn't get to meet Tiffany Shepes. um But next time, because she was in one of my favorite movies, *Tromeo and Juliet*. Fucking love that movie. Uh, but all right. Anyways, so we're talking about this film. So the film uh, New Terminal Hotel or Do Not Disturb, whatever you want to call it, uh, was directed by BC-14, who's written such classics as Bigfoot vs. Megalodon, um, Manson and Dracula, Closer Than We Think, Bigfoot vs. Krampus, very, very other classics like that, and it stars Stephen Jeffries. For those of you who do not know who Stephen Jeffries is, he is a horror vet. Uh, he was in Fright Night, which is one of my favorite horror movies, Evil Ed. And he was also in 976 Evil. So you can imagine how excited I was. But anyways, he plays a writer named Don Malik. And Don is out for revenge because his girlfriend was brutally murdered. So he figures in order to get inspiration to write your next script... You've got to become a killer yourself. And that's what he does. And, yep, that's what he does. That's that's the movie, basically. Uh, Tiffany Shepis plays Ava Collins' his agent, who kind of sees what he's doing and doesn't really condone it, but uh, she kind of turns a blind eye to it because she's like, fuck it, if this gets some inspiration... By all means, go for it. And then she even kind of secretly slips one in there because, you know, her rival uh, has stolen one of her clients and she's kind of like, oh, yeah, oh, you're asking about Don Malik? Oh, yeah, you know, he's writing. He's writing stuff. Uh, But, yeah, anyways, so there you go. And uh, it takes a little while, I got to be honest, to figure out ...that that's the premise, right? Is that he's this writer whose girlfriend had been brutally killed. You don't find that out till almost, like, you know, the end of the movie. You kind of get some glimpses of it. So you kind of figure, okay, you know, somebody he loved was murdered... ...or something like that, or she died or something. But you don't really get the story till towards the end of the film. So why he's killing isn't really clear... You know what I mean? He just like, you don't know that he's, uh, I mean, you kind of do. But you don't know who this big fat guy he's bringing in the beginning. You don't know who he is, Stanley Glisberg, who's played by Anthony Caliano. But you don't know who he is. He doesn't really say he's, you know, the head of the studio until Tiffany Sheppes comes over, you know, for that first time. And it's like, hey, the head of the studio is missing. Why is he in your tub? You know, like, Stuff like that. Um, He ends up killing a neighbor who could or could not be a petty and uh, is paralyzed from the waist down and likes to have prostitutes and videotape them. He gets rid of him. Uh, Corey Haim plays this character named Jasper Crash. And let me tell you, I almost don't want to say this because you know, love Corey Haim, love him a lot, but uh, what a terrible role for Corey Haim! Not terrible role, I shouldn't say it was a terrible role. I want to, I it was a terrible acting job. Let's just let's just let's just call it what it is, you know. At this point, his accent is what was just totally terrible. He could not do the English accent or Australian accent, whatever accent he was trying to do. You could totally hear his English mixed with, like, you know, American English. So, yeah, it was a pretty bad accent job by Corey Haim. Otherwise, the role wasn't bad. But, yeah, it was just, it was one of those where you're just like, oh, my God, Corey, just stop, just stop. Why couldn't they have just made him American, you know, or 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 Canadian, wherever this may take place? Like, why does it have to be? Why does he have to be English or Australian? Whatever he's trying to do, because he can't do it, you know. And and uh, unfortunately, you know, we all know what happens to Corey Haim ultimately in life. But uh, yeah, so Stephen Jeffries. It's been a while since I've seen Stephen Jeffries, you know what I mean? Like, I don't remember the last thing I ever watched with him in it. But it was cool, you know, and he, and he actually does a really good job. And it's kind of weird to see the uh, old adult version of uh, Evil Ed. You know, you can totally still see it. But, uh, yeah, he, uh, he does a really good job. He's really convincing. And it's kind of freaky because his character is a little freaky. You know, he, like, has this guy, and he's just removing random body parts. You know what I mean? Like, or organs, I should say. He's removing random organs. Like, he looks at Tiffany Shepis, like, hey, uh, it's in the fridge. The script's in the fridge. And she goes, and she's like, like, really? Really, Don, what's this? Just open it up. She opens it up. What the hell is that? Well, that's his appendix and then he removes something i think it might have been a kidney or a liver or, or something but he basically tells the guy like hey i'm just going to remove organs and you're going to be alive for this whole thing so have fun you know so he was really good and tiffany was tiffany was excellent dude tiffany is an underrated actress who you know the the, the world of hollywood is just tough you know what I mean? And it's like not everybody gets, you know, roles in, in Oscar-worthy films and, and stuff like that. But you know what? If you're acting and you're passionate about what you do and you're and you're doing your thing, then fuck it. You know, that's what I say. Then do your thing. And she is amazing. I love her podcast that she does. Uh, she does it with Felissa Rose and Kane Hodder. I don't know if they still do. I have to recheck that. But uh, Tiffany was excellent. I got to say, you know, the scenery, it only really, the film really only takes place, for the most part, in Don's hotel room, in that general vicinity. So I've seen some real Skid Row-like places, and they were not as nice as his hotel room. Let me tell you. His room is a lot nicer than a lot of Skid Row places that I've been to um, in my time. So, yeah. But uh, other than that, you know what? It, it's a decent film. You know what I mean? It, it's got a good premise. Uh, st- you know, Stephen Jeffries, like I said, and Tiffany Shepp's excellent. Excellent. Everybody else, yeah, they're okay. The guy that played... Uh, trying to remember his name. I don't know if his name was Jasper. Oh, uh, Spitz. That guy was pretty good. He was convincing. He was very convincing. Like, he just played a dirtbag. Ezra Buzzington is his name. And he just plays a real dirtbag. So, you know, you see him and you're like, yep, this guy was destined to play that. And uh, why not? He was in Fight Club. He was in Law & Order, The Artist. Uh, the Hills Have Eyes. So the guy's done some pretty awesome things in his career so all right that's gonna do it I uh, encourage you guys to check it out at least once I think that's it's worth viewing at least once so it could be a one and done Um, although it's not terrible I just uh, for me it's one and done I just appreciate the fact that Tiffany and and Corey Haim and and Stephen Jeffries have seen some vets from the 80s um, and and whatnot in a horror film. So I'm going to give it a C-plus for a final grade. Um, It's teetering on the line, a B-minus, but it's a C-plus. So check it out if you want. I don't know where you can find it. I found it at a dollar store. I was pretty lucky. It's my dollar store find. I got a couple of those um that I could check out. So all right, that's going to do it for day 24. As always, remember go to moshpitsandmovies.wordpress.com again moshpitsandmovies.wordpress.com as always, you can always check out every year's edition of Eddie's 31 days of Halloween because they were all previously in blog form. Uh this is the first time that we've done this on podcast. Uh, We're pretty super excited, so check it out. All right, I will see you guys all tomorrow.